Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hola, muchachos y muchachas. Soy en México con mi esposa para vacaciones y trabajo. <laughs> Welcome, my friends. I am in Mexico with my husband, and we are enjoying vacation, and we are going to be working here for the next month. So uh, we are having a lot of fun. We're already on day two. However, uh, I decided to record live for from here as we publish the 15-minute Phillips on Mondays. And so that means you might hear um, cars and uh, bikes going by. You might hear roosters. You might hear all sorts of different noises in the background and just know that these are the sounds of where we are staying in Mazunte, just south of Oaxaca, right on the water. And it's so beautiful. We've been exploring for the last few days. It's been really amazing to be in a different section of the world and see a different perspective and version of life. So uh, it's beautiful for the Hearts Unleashed podcast because yet again, just remembering how precious life is, the miracle of life, the differences in life, the different places we come from, backgrounds, you know, all these different things and obviously uh, futures, the way that our future looks or exploring new places and being open to exploration. So today we are here going to talk about our relationship with the unknown. And I had to laugh to myself as I planned this podcast because I'm thinking, yeah, you just hurled yourself into the unknown. Thank you to Timothy, who has constantly stretched me outside of my comfort zone. I am planning, I've wanted to come to Mexico for at least two or so years. I've been learning the language uh, very slowly. However, being immersed in the community and the culture and the language has been a huge help, even just in two days trying to practice and uh, listen and communicate. So anyways, that's a little bit about me and what we're doing. And today we are going to talk a little bit about you and what we're all doing with our relationship to the unknown. So I'm going to start with the end in mind and offer you a journaling prompt. And then I'm going to kind of talk more about it and remind you about that at the end, which any way, you know, last week we were talking about our relationship to our goals, meaning if you were in a relationship with a person named goals, how would that relationship be going? Well, we have a relationship with just about everything, even our relationship to relationship. Well, today we're going to talk about our relationship to the unknown. Our relationship to the unknown is very much based on how we grew up, what we were taught, and then different ways that, I want to use the ways that we were traumatized, um, but what I mean by that is what we develop on certain days, um, certain moments and things just happen and they stick in our head, and some of them are more literally traumatizing than others, like something quote-unquote bad happened and that caused something for us, but also it doesn't actually have to be bad. We may have just observed something or something caught us off guard. The best example is, you know, when we're young and we raise our hands in school, you know, we take our chance answering the question, we get it wrong, and then we feel stupid, right? We feel incompetent or embarrassed and, and that, you know, nothing really bad happened. No one got hit or nothing got stolen or nothing, no one got hurt, but it definitely can traumatize us. So that's what I mean by what you've observed or what has happened that may not 
seem traumatic, but uh, doesn't mean it's any less traumatic or memorable for us. And so we really sometimes have to look carefully because people think like, well, nothing bad happened to me. I, I hear clients all the time, like, I had a great childhood. Nothing bad happened. I shouldn't have this fear. I shouldn't be this way. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that something terrible didn't happen. That's not how our brains and our memories are formed. And so I really want you to look into your past as we look into our future. Because what I wrote down and want to have you write down is the unknown equals blank. And I invite you to finish that sentence as many times as possible. The unknown is scary. The unknown is unknown. The unknown is dangerous. The unknown is fun, right? Like we all have how we would describe the unknown. And I'm going to generalize here, but I would say that for the most part, we would opt for like scary, unpredictable. Again, unknown is unknown. And But our natural human reaction to the unknown drives up natural fears or patterns in us. And so this is where we're going to look a little bit more depth because when you figure out your relationship to the unknown, you can also see the impact of that relationship on your life. Therefore, um, you know, a lot of people might identify as like not liking change. Change, no thanks. Let's keep it the same. Let's uh, keep it predictable. No change in plans, no change in at the house, no change in the life, keeping the same career. Like even I write in giving up, giving up, we will choose our predictable yet miserable present to avoid our unpredictable, unknown future. This can be tricky. Just because the unknown is unpredictable doesn't mean it's bad or threatening, but it's just that unknown to us that we can't be with. We don't have any tolerance for. This can really prevent our evolution in life simply because we resist change. And you guys, we're here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're here talking about dreamers and to-doers, right? And we are talking about it's safe to explore the unknown. Now, this is where I want to, you know, encourage you is once you start to look at your relationship, you might see like, ooh, yep, mm mm-hmm, yep. I have no desire for change. And we have to be able to look at, like, are you willing to change that? Are you willing to shift that as to explore your unknown future? And there's one other piece. You may have heard me share this um, somewhere along the way. I share it as often as I can. Who we are being now is about our relationship to the future. So who we're being in the present is about the future that we're living into. So if you have a known exciting future, you're going to be excited now. Like on, you know, Friday, uh, I knew we were going to Mexico or like the whole month of February, basically, like I knew we were going to Mexico. So I, was, I had a really exciting future. So I had a really exciting present. I was excited for that. I knew that was coming. But if we don't know anything about our future and we're like, I'm going to talk about another aspect, which is planning. But if we know nothing about our future and we um, are not necessarily people who want to set and attain goals, then we're really not living into anything And so we might feel lost. We might feel out of control. There's a lot of different aspects. So if you think about that too. So who I'm being now is about the future I'm living into. 
What sort of future am I living into? You might want to ask yourself that. What sort of future am I living into? Do I know? You know, and then the next question that will come up is like, have I created something to live into? Because if we don't know, it's kind of like getting into the car with no GPS, with no destination. Like joyriding is fun, but it's not fun for days. It's not fun for weeks, right? It's kind of like we start to feel like, where are we getting here? And so when we don't have any, that's why actually, you guys, this is a very subconscious reason why we plan vacations so that we have something to look forward to. Or we start, um, you know, a remodeling project or we start a different type of project just to give ourselves something to focus on that lives into our future. And so creative expression is so important here. And I'm kind of all over the board on this future to the unknown, but I just want to keep it kind of unknown. I want to keep it vague and vast because that's what the future is. So there's one more piece of that future we're living into. Who are being now is about the future we're living into, but we're not living into a blank slate of a future. One of our mechanisms of control is to actually take what we know from our past and project it into our future. Now, this is where it gets tricky, y'all. This means that who you're being now is about the past that you are projecting into your future. So I remember that disappointment. I remember that breakup. I remember that job loss. I remember that financial hardship. And we are projecting those memories into our future as if they're gonna happen again. But you know what that does? That is a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's the law of attraction. And I have a whole series on the law of attraction. And what that is, is we are, the more we visualize and imagine those hardships, those breakups, the more we dwell on them, the less, when we don't hear heal and end them, which by the way, listen to the mortality series to create endings, to explore your relationship with endings. Because in the mortality series, we're talking about completing your past so that you're putting your past in your past and keeping it there. This is opening up your future as to create it. Okay. So I'm going to talk about one, stop past projecting. Two, let your future be open wide. Let the future and the unknown be safe, explore your relationship with the unknown and make room for it to be safe, okay? Because any fear that you might have about the unknown future is mostly activated from the past, which is mostly activated. And that fear is driven by our control, our desire to control. And our desire to control is mostly a trauma response, meaning we got to look in the past. This is the work that I do with clients is we look in the past because when clients come to me, it's because one, they feel stuck. And two, they're interested in being unstuck. And then three, they want a future of possibility or thriving and abundance, and they're not able to create it on their own. And it's mostly because there's parts of us that are frozen in the past in response to trauma, in response to disempowerment. And so we heal those past traumas. And again, it might be perceived trauma. So nothing dangerous happened, no hurt, no harm, but essentially it did hurt or harm you. It caused you to brace yourself for impact. It caused you to protect yourself whether that just means it's protecting you physically, like perceived life or death scenario, or protecting your heart. A lot of us don't realize we're protecting ourselves from heartbreak. And so that's our relationship to the unknown. We can't fall in love. We can't fall in love with life. We can't fall in love with our career for fear of heartbreak, for fear of loss. And so 
we are projecting our past so much into your future. And so I really hope one that you can just see that and do the work there is to stop that. Both of my books, well, all three of my books, quite frankly, um, Giving Up, Giving Up, Talking to the Trees, and Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love, all of those books are great for the work that I'm talking about here. One, putting your past in your past, and two, bringing your future into play. So just want to share that and then also give you two ways to recreate your relationship with the unknown and with the future. One is a little bit, I'm going to be careful because it's a stretch strategy and I don't always like to give strategy, but I do like to speak to the human psyche. And we as humans, I have just, I have identified in so many people time and time again, we do well with a destination, with a goal, with an objective, with a desired result. And so for those of you who aren't uh, busy making plans, like you know, I wanted to come to Mexico. It took me two years to get here, but I knew that that was something I wanted to create in my future. I want to speak Spanish. I want to translate the books into Spanish. I want to coach and speak and transform and inspire in Spanish. And what that's going to create or what that's going to take is me creating more and more of my future uh, in the Spanish culture and language. And so that excites me. I do well with that, right? And so for those of you who feel stuck or like you're most just meandering through life or just surviving your day to day, the more you survive, the more you're going to be surviving. This is a really, really important factor to know because we think we're surviving like one phase, but survival creates more survival. You must just choose to create and express and thrive, and that will create more expression and creation and thriving. And so there's no getting through anything. You're going to have to just start where you are. And so giving yourself three months, six months, year-long goals, that's going to really help shift your relationship with the unknown. Because if we're just like, yeah, let me just... Uh, see how the day goes. Let me just see how the week goes or the month goes. Again, it's like joyriding in the car. There's a lack of direction that really messes with us because we might not really experience the feeling of accomplishment or being at cause for our life. And we are at cause for our life. And we have to recognize that we are at cause for our life. And the way that we do that is by setting, like following visions and inspiration and goals. And you might have a beautiful vision or passion on your heart that you're afraid to follow because you're afraid of the unknown. And I say to you, go for it. <laughs> Make the plans, do the things. And guys, again, I can't say it enough that I believe this about all of us is we all have a passion on our heart. We all have a vision. And I specifically remember a client hiring me and she one of her objections to getting started was, you know, I don't have this global passion or vision or mission. I, I don't have this million dollar idea. And I said, that's not what this is about, right? Like, even if you are thriving inside of your home and your motherhood, like that's still thriving. There's still a difference between that and just, again, I love the word meandering through life, like stumbling one phase after the other. You really can put your feet on the ground and walk forth uh, with clarity and vision, even if that's a vision, uh, you know, on whatever capacity. And then one other thing I want to say about the unknown, because again, creating your future, I do think we can manipulate that. I'm careful about that strategy because I, for myself, like I'm good at manipulating that too. Like I have so much plans for my future. Like I can tell you what I'm doing six months and a year from now. I can tell you what I'm doing two years from now. Um, so I, 
it's my desire uh, to control and, and my passion to create that like I literally have so much creation flowing through my body that I seriously want to um, basically be creating all the time. <laughs> and so I have to also be careful because um, the next little piece of this is allowing room for magic and possibility and spontaneity. And I want to also include like universe and God and faith. So leaving room for God's plans, leaving room for the universe to bless you, leaving room for your faith to take you elsewhere in another direction. So this has become really important to me over the last five years because my ability to plan my ability to structure success is I'm masterful at it. And that has served me so well in building a business. And uh, about two years ago is when I maxed out on that as a strategy. And I had to make room for God. I had to make room for my faith because this is where everything changed. Meaning I was sort of successful from my masculine energy, from the creation and the planning and the order, but I wasn't abundantly successful and things needed to change because it wasn't my true nature and I could feel that. And I could also feel my exhaustion from that because I had mastered a skill outside of what I would say my true nature. And so by tapping more into my feminine nature and allowing room for, again, spontaneity, fluidity, flow, passion, intuition, guidance, like hearing my heart. I was hearing my heart, but I wasn't following it as much. It was, a lot of it was coming from the brain. And so I had to master new skills because my ultimate fear was without structure, I couldn't have sustainable success when I couldn't have been you know, more wrong about that. Uh, leaning into my true feminine nature and allowing the flow um, I have built an entire successful business from Divine Feminine Flow, and, and you can too. This is where my books are written from. This is where like my most inspired projects are from Divine Feminine Flow, and it's really beautiful. It's really fun. It's really creative, and it's really hilarious because I believe God has a wonderful sense of humor, and so um, <laughs> sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's not, but because uh, sometimes I receive it as sarcasm, but what I would say is it's mostly a playful relationship there. And so our, our relationship with the unknown, I invite you to let it be playful, let it be fun, let it be flirty, like let it open and be guided and experience. Um, I really received this from Abraham Hicks in the most articulate way is where she explains swimming upstream. Uh, let me see. So with the flow of the water, I don't know about upstream or downstream, but like if we were trying to swim upstream, right, against the current, we would face a lot of resistance. And if you've ever tried that, you really know you don't get anywhere, right? But if you were to let go and let the water take you instead, you wouldn't actually have to move a muscle and you would be taken. You'd be taken somewhere. You would progress. You would. You might even hit um, a lake or an ocean, right? And so, the, and that, what, that, which in that terms of this example would be abundance. And so if you quit controlling and fighting and you let go of that resistance and you flow with the flow of life and where it's taking you and what you're inspired and what your guidance says, if you're willing to explore the unknown in that fashion, because listen, you guys, listen, this is, I'm going to start to wrap it up. I'm definitely taking you over time today. 
but I would hear my intuition. I would hear my heart's in the heart whispers. The way you know the difference is like the brain is screaming instructions or criticisms and the heart is just like, but we do this. Or it can also have a voice of authority. It would like when I heard to write Alchemizing Judgment, I was actually writing the book, I Can't, The Greatest Lie in Human History, which is yet to come out. But I heard Alchemizing Judgment first. It was that clear. It was resounding. And it was like from, it like fell on my shoulders. And I was like, oh, come on, really? Like I was already writing this other book. And I heard it right again, Alchemizing Judgment first. And I was like, okay. But at this point, I really had learned to listen to my body and my guidance. But your body and guidance is always softly directing, but we are, our world is far too loud to listen. And then our relationship with the unknown is like, well, I'm not, where did that come from? We question the shit out of everything and questioning gives no room. There's no room for magic. We can contemplate, sure, but when you question to the point of strangulation, your unknown future is hard. It can't find you. It can't make its way to you. And in the reference of our unlived life, the life that awaits us, we can't get there. It can't come to us. We can't find it because we are so hooked. We are so interested in control and knowing how it's going to go. But if you're willing to not know how it's going to go, it can go so great it can go greater than you would have ever made plans for. And that's where it gets really magical and mystical and playful and fun is the plans that await you are truly greater than anything you could have planned for. So I implore you to explore your relationship with the unknown and explore the unknown itself and make room for magic. So I hope that you got anything and everything you could have possibly needed from today's episode. Welcome with me to Mexico. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun here. I will keep you updated. And thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.